Hi y'all, welcome back to my podcast called Let's Talk Books. If you're new, hi, my name is Grace and today I will be discussing the last book in the Throne of Glass series called Kingdom of Ash as well as just talking about my opinion of the Throne of Glass series and there's definitely a few things that I had a few issues with and didn't really like and then discuss what my plans are for reading after. So um, let's get into it. So essentially in this book, we see just everything come together because in Empress of Storm and Tower of Dawn, we see two perspectives. So in Empress of Storm, we focused more on what Dorian, Manon, Aelin, and Rowan were doing. And then in the Tower of Dawn, we focused more on what Cole, Uren, and Nesrin were doing. And Cole, Nesrin, and Uren. So Uren is the like, a very important uh, person in the last book. And she comes about in the second to last book, as well as the prequel called The Assassin's Blade, where she's a healer. And she is initially from the northern continent, or kind of the main continent, I guess. I, Or like the continent of Ardlin, really. Not entirely sure what would be the best terminology for that would be. And then she decided to go south uh, be, with the help of Aelin. And Aelin gave her some money um, in the prequel for Yuren to go south and be able to start her studying at um this academy that's known for helping healers and stuff and being like the healer continent or a healer school I'm not really I'm a little bit confused on like the structure of it so that's how Cole and Yurin met was because Cole and Nesrin went down to the southern continent partially to gain alliance in another army or armies really as well as to get healing from the Yuren Towers, I guess, would be the best way of phrasing it. Because that's, like, what they're called. Or, not the Yuren Towers. Um, the I, Healing Towers. I don't remember specifically, so my apologies for not saying what they are called specifically. So, Cole ended up getting healed and all that stuff. And... In this last book, we see everything just happen, and we just see a lot of things occur, and certain things just happen for some reason. So, in this book, we kind of see that Aelin... So, first of all, Aelin has two word keys, which are important in order to seal the portal, so it would stop having people come in and out of their world because there are multiple worlds in this like I don't even know what the word is but there's like multiple worlds I guess in this galaxy really sorry I like it's taking me a second to really understand what would be the best way of phrasing it because there's not really a best term so we learn that, um, like, so Dorian's able to get the third key from Erwin, I guess is how you pronounce him, his name. So Erwin, to give you guys a little bit of background context, is a Valg 
is one of the Val Kings. So there was like a total of three. And he decided to come to Aelin's world because he wanted to be able to conquer this world and show his brothers what he is capable of. Because he, I think from my understanding, he felt like they didn't take him as seriously. So he thought, oh, I'll come conquer this world and show them who I am and how intelligent I am, etc., etc., and how he is capable of creating armies of variety of demons and monstrosities. And we also learn more about Maeve and how she pretends to ally with Erwin and how that works out. So there's a period in the story where Dorian and Maeve are allies I guess um to be able to have Dorian get the third word key and then Dorian ends up leaving and destroying this kingdom I guess or um I don't really know if it'd be kingdom or territory or what it was but Dorian ends up collapsing I think Morath I think is what's called where Erwin was so he ends up like killing a lot of the buildings where Aaron was and ends up filing, finding Aelin. And we also see that most of these characters are split up into different parts of the Northern continent. So there's like Edie and Lysandra are with the Bane, I guess, or which is like a kind of the armies slash allies of Aelin and her territory. And we see how Adrian and Alessandra's relationship comes to be. So initially it was kind of mediocre. Then they were pissed off with each other. And then they ended up making up by the end of it. And they then, what else? So there's Dorian Man's relationship as well. Dorian was with Manon for most of the time. We also learn throughout the series that Manon is, um, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode maybe, that Manon is an Iron Teeth witch, and she also is the queen of the Crotians, which I think is another witch clan. And she ends up um, taking, becoming queen of the Crotians, as well as being like the head of the Iron Teeth clan. And there are some, there's multiple witch clans that are considered like Iron Teeth clan is like the overarching like I think name of the variety of like witch clans and then there are like more individual witch clans like there's like the blue bloods um black beats yellow legs or something like that and she ends up finding allies among these other witch clans as well as the Crotians and we see how they are beneficial in fighting this war we also see um a variety of allies come in and fight with Aelin to destroy the army and there's just so much that happened that I feel like I'm trying to my best to be able to explain it to you guys and ensure that you guys get as good of a summary as possible um they we also see Elid I think is how you pronounce it so Elid and Lorcan end up becoming a full-on relationship in this book which was exciting because they were like the only relationship I cared about at this point because it was just one of those things where Lorcan was one of those characters that were very much grumpy grump and just 
didn't believe in love and it was really fun to see how Elite demonstrates that he does know what love is and is capable of love and having him fall in love with her over this period that he knows her and I think by the end of it he ends up marrying Elite and it was just fun seeing the different scenes and what played out and what didn't and I think overall I liked the general ending of it I think there is definitely parts of it where I felt like it almost was I don't know what the like way to describe it really what is but there are definitely parts of it where I felt like it just went by waste too quickly and there wasn't much focus on it but then there's other things that I thought were focused on too much I think a lot of the battle scenes could have been cut out I think this book overall I think could have been shortened and been between 500 and 600 pages it did not need to be 900 pages or really a thousand pages it was a very big book and took me a very long time to get through and I did not think it needed to be about a thousand pages so I think that was my biggest thing was there are a lot of scenes in this book that I thought could easily have been cut out yet it, they didn't get cut out and I kind of wish it just got fully revised and there are definitely like parts of it where I it was a lot of the scenes felt repetitive because they were essentially the similar concept but almost got recycled but and put into like a different location really because there were a lot of fights that happened and it was like and a lot of things that I think just in general that occurred that were like sad and it was like the idea that they were that a lot of people were losing like Adrian and Lissandra when we got a POV from either one of them we could tell that this, their side was losing and uh, it's like there's a lot of descriptions and things that I felt like were unnecessary and it was like okay we get they're, that they're not doing well how like what else can we talk about like if that's what's happening with them who else can we focus on and I think there was a lot of focus on I think there was definitely more focus I think on characters that didn't need a lot of focus I think the main characters I felt like we could have just focused on in this book were probably like Aeon, Lysandra, Manon, and then Aelin. We I think Rowan, there's also a lead I think which is important. I think there should have been more focus on the relationship of Elite and Lorcan because there there's so much that happened with their relationship in this book and so much that was at risk I think in some ways that I wish there was more focus to it compared to the other relationships and I think just in general I think the, how the structure should have been there's a lot of things that I think the writing was just not the greatest I'm not it was definitely not the worst writing I've ever read but I think there definitely could be there's room for improvement there's a lot of things that could have been cut out and I think like overall I wasn't super attached to most of the characters and I remember thinking when I started reading the Assassin's Blade, which is the prequel to the Throne of Glass series, I remember thinking like Aelin was super, super obnoxious and very, um, what's the word? Very egotistical. And I thought, you know, I'm really not going to like this character. And I think 
throughout the series, I kind of was mixed on her. I wasn't, it wasn't like I loved her, but I also didn't necessarily, like, hate her, per se. I think the characters that I genuinely loved and wish there was a more of, which I've mentioned before, were probably Alita and Lorcan just because of their depth, like, the character depth. And I think I also loved, I kind of wish there was more focus on Cole and Ren as well in this book because I really like their relationship and we also learned that Ren is pregnant and I think that would have been really interesting to learn more like about what happened after because I think there was so much focus on what happens during the war instead of like what kind of like I wish there was more equal or more balance between what happened during the war and what happened after then what was the ratio was more wars and battle scenes than there was after and I think a it should have been shortened and b I think there should have been more of an equal like ratio between the war scenes as well as what happened after and having a more balanced um like ratio between the POVs so I think those are my biggest takeaways. Um, how do I feel about the series in general? Honestly, didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I think it's okay. Like, would I recommend it? I think, I don't know if I would recommend it, but it's one of those series where I think it was interesting. And I think if you're looking for like a, just a general like fantasy with some um, spice to it, there's like, it's not super, but I think this is, there's a lot of action in it. So I think if you're interested in action and the just scene relationships change and grow over a period of time, I think I could recommend it. I think there's, in general, I think it could have been a lot better, I guess. So I think overall, I'm kind of just, eh, like I don't love it, don't hate it. I think definitely like I don't regret reading it and I think I'm glad to have read it because it made me now have a better understanding of what the series is about and be able to understand like when people are talking about it be able to have like a better grasp of what people are talking about so I think that is about it for um today's episode and well not today's episode I guess so I think what my plan on doing next so I'm doing I'm going to talk about what is the book uh book lovers by Emily Henry in my next episode um just because I've I was traveling home today so I ended up um get, getting a book done because I read Kingdom of Ash I finished it yesterday so I finished it, it like I had like 150 pages left and I was like I'm just finishing this so I ended up finishing Kingdom of Ash very quickly because I just had I didn't have a ton of uh pages left so I was like I mean I just sit down and read and then I finished Book Lovers by Emily Henry today on the, my flights home from school because I just finished up finals so, um, I will have that uploaded and ready for you guys next week. And then what is the plan for the, like, f upcoming episodes after that? I think I'm probably going to read a few more Emily Henry books and maybe, um, a few other standalones before I get into Akatar because I will, I will be traveling. So it's going to be a little bit harder for me to upload. Um, I am trying to get through, um a few books to make sure that I have enough 
uh, ready to be published um, in the next couple of weeks. And while I'm in a different, like while I'm traveling, to make sure that you guys have content while I'm away and that it will allow me to have a little bit more time to be able to get through a few books. I think I'm going to start Akatar probably um, mid-June, I think, when I get back, uh, just because I'm waiting for the last two books to arrive. And that will also give me more time just to actually sit down and read the series and not like have to worry about traveling and not having the entire series and I'm not going to be able to read all the books while I'm traveling so that's the plan I'm going to get to Akatar at some point it's just gonna be delayed a little bit and I hope you guys enjoyed my reviews on the Toronto Glass series I might go back and edit a few of them later um in time just I know that I currently don't have any editing tools, so I apologize for my vocals or any audio issues in my episodes recently. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this book review, and I will talk to you on my next episode. Bye!